Night in Buenos Aires, 1916. A silent film is playing in an out-of-the-way movie house, the only sound coming from a lonely, upright piano. When the picture ends, a man appears with a little girl and asks for the maestro, explaining that his young daughter is a talented singer. What happens next is amazing. Out of the darkness steps a little boy. This, they tell him, is the maestro. The man is not amused and begins to leave, but as he reaches the door, he stops in his tracks. Music, beautiful music, is coming out of that little piano. Before long, he's at the boy's side, begging him to rehearse with his daughter. Years later, that tiny maestro had become one of the most important composers in the history of tango, Lucio de Mare. This is Tango Profiles. We know Lucio de Mare best for his tango standard, Malena. 28 years after that late night in the movie house, he sat in a cafe and wrote Malena in only 15 minutes. Who was this guy and how did he get to be so good? Damari turned out to be a leading protagonist of a fascinating and essential chapter in tango history, the Romantic Revolution of the 1920s and 30s. A little background. Early tangos in 1900 or so had simple melodies and body lyrics. This was the music of the lowest of the lower classes. <laughs> By 1920, a revolution had begun. Tango music became expressive, and stylized poetry about love and loss was replacing the lyrics about life on the streets. Composers like Cobian, Delfino, and the DeCaro brothers brought a new, lush, and sophisticated sound. The upper classes grew interested in tango, and orchestras began to accompany elegant dances in Buenos Aires and eventually in Paris. You began to hear a French influence in the song titles and in the lyrics of Contursi, Castillo, and Mansi. Songs about Mimi and Griseta, these imaginary characters from imaginary French novels, replaced lyrics about girls from the neighborhood. Paris was a fertile ground for Argentine innovators, and Demare spent years living there, writing music and developing his style. In Paris, he was able to meet and work with the great tango musicians of the day, among them Francisco Canaro and the all-time king of tango, the singer Carlos Gardel. Returning to Buenos Aires in 1936, Demare started his own orchestra and cashed in on the dance craze of the 1940s. 
When the dance fever receded, he began to create film music, working with his brother Lucas, a well-known filmmaker who also played the bandoneon. So the tiny pianist of the 1916 silent films had come full circle. What do we hear in Lucio de Mare's music? Recordings of his 1940s orchestra are quite good, danceable and more nuanced than average. But one item stands out above all the rest, the solo piano recordings made in the 50s and 60s after the peak of his career. Alone at the piano, de Mare seems to reflect on his journey as a romantic innovator. He's full of whimsy, elegance, and style. If Errol Garner had been born in Argentina, this is what he would sound like. When Damari plays his biggest hit, Malena, he sounds nostalgic and wise. In his playing, you can hear the indulgence of a romantic and the restraint of a Zen master. Not possible? Take a listen. yourself a favor. Check out the solo piano recordings of Lucio de Mare. Mare was born August 9th, 1906 and died March 6th, 1974. This month he would be 111 years old. Maestro de Mare, feliz cumpleaños.